Welcome to Jersey Heard, the Jersey Finance Podcast. I'm Joe Moynihan, I'm Chief Executive Officer at Jersey Finance. And I'm Amy Bryant, Deputy Chief Executive Officer at Jersey Finance. On today's podcast, we're going to have a look back at 2022 and give some thoughts to what is likely to be happening in 2023. So let's get started. So Joe, 2022, thankfully, was a bit more of a return to normality post-pandemic, which was, I think, absolutely fantastic. What would you say were some of the standout moments for you across the year? Well, I think we had a, a really good and a very busy 2022. I think you probably hit the nail on the head when you said a return to normality post-pandemic. So it felt like it was much more normal a year for us uh, after two years of significant disruption. Keys for me really uh, was out running events again, networking, particularly with those people who refer business to Jersey and working more closely with those in Jersey who make up the industry. Some of the key highlights, the the 60th anniversary dinner was obviously a big highlight for us. We welcomed existing members and a lot of those people who made a major contribution to the development of the industry over 60 years. And importantly, with the assistance of industry, we raised £60,000 for the Jersey Association of Charities. Had our normal private wealth conferences, but this time clearly live in London and Dubai. Both events with the biggest audiences ever. So we're really pleased about that. We took our US message out of New York with the US Roadshow, which included Chicago, San Francisco and Miami. Very successful South African Roadshow towards the end of the year. And we were also very successful in Kenya, where we ran a series of events mid-year. From a personal point of view, I was very pleased to be involved with the International Business Forum, which was part of the Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting in Rwanda in June. Another significant highlight was the uh, opening of the or the appointment of a representative in Singapore, which is which is a, a new location for us, and the launch of our Global Value Chains Report at Westminster mid-year. What about you, you Emmy? What, what do you think was the standout? Well, I think you've you've kind of gone through quite a few of the key ones there but there were some others for me as well that were just really fantastic to be involved with and I think one of my absolute highlights has to be the uh, Sustainable Finance Awards. So in October we celebrated the winners and the nominees of Jersey's first Sustainable Finance Awards and the awards were really put in place to recognise businesses and individuals for their efforts in providing outstanding leadership, driving innovation and overall making an outstanding contribution to the sustainable finance landscape in Jersey. Massive congratulations to all of our winners in that regard. It was such a fantastic evening. It was really inspiring, really, really positive. And to be able to hold the ceremony at the world-renowned Jersey Zoo, I think for me was the icing on the cake. So I'm really excited that we're going to be running the awards again this year. And I hope that they can build on the success of the first year, encouraging even more nominees and winners. And then at the beginning of the year, it was also great to be able to share our refreshed fintech strategy. So I think the marrying of financial services and the technology sector is only going to increase. And our work at Jersey Finance is really focused on helping our industry adapt and take advantage of the opportunities in this space. With the revised strategy kind of looking at this through two primary lenses. The first one being, how can technology help businesses with productivity and efficiency? And then the second being... How can it also help us deliver an even more compelling client experience? 
Um, and then another area that really continued apace through 2022 were the developments in the legislative agenda. And so a project that's likely to come to fruition very shortly is the work that will bring to life Jersey's limited liability companies. And this is primarily so as to provide uh, US advisors, investors, businesses and fund managers with a familiar option, if you like, for cross-border structuring. And then finally, I'm really pleased that across uh, the last year, we've been playing our part in helping to identify solutions for the skills and talent challenges that, of course, are not unique to Jersey. I think as a consequence of external factors such as COVID and Brexit, we've seen changes, but from Jersey's perspective also, because we're seeing lots of new business flows to the island, which are driving the need to find um, extra talent within uh, the island. So we've been working across multiple stakeholders to suggest ways in which we can collectively work together to try and find solutions. And I've no doubt that this work will continue on into 2023. So talking, I suppose, maybe about that collaboration, Joe. one of the other developments last year was that Jersey Finance joined the World Alliance of International Finance Centres. So I wondered, perhaps, could you just tell us a little more about this and what we can expect going forward? Sure, yeah. The World Alliance of International Finance Centres for those who are not familiar with, was founded in 2018 in Paris. It represents some of the world's leading international finance centres and it's primarily to facilitate cooperation and exchange of best practice. And they do this through a number of different operations, including quite a lot of project work on specific areas. They have um, produced some pretty impressive work, particularly the uh, future of international finance centres work um, late last year. For us, it is very helpful to be part of the thinking globally and some of the other uh, areas that are included in WAFC are the Dubai International Finance Centre, Frankfurt Main Finance, Hong Kong, Tokyo, Abu Dhabi Global Markets, uh, City UK, Luxembourg and Paris. So it's, it's quite a broad uh, range of membership. So from a, an industry point of view, we think it's important that Jersey is involved in this and it certainly will help us as we shape our thoughts for the future. And speaking of the future, Amy, what do you think we'll be talking about this time next year as the 2023 highlights? Gosh, well, I think uh, coming from the perspective of knowing the programme of activity that we've got lined up, I think it's probably going to be quite hard to narrow it down. But one of my favourite events is always the Rising Stars Awards. So we've run this for a few years now, and it's just such a brilliant opportunity to celebrate and showcase the young talent that we've got within our industry. We're going to be running it again, and I've got no doubt that this year will be just as fantastic. Continuing with events, events-wise, we're also shaking up our annual FinTech Demo Day. So I'd say that the new approach is something to look out for. And of course, earlier, Joe, you mentioned the new presence that we've got in Singapore, and we will be having the official launch of that, so to speak, in March, which will be a further chance to raise our profile in the region. Moving away from events, we're also, though, going to be launching a Jersey Finance app, which no doubt you and I will be the first to download. And importantly, we're also going to be assessing how we've performed against our plan for the first phase of our sustainable finance ambitions through the two-year Strong Start pathway, and even more importantly, setting out what's going to be happening and what we're planning for across the next two years. So all in all, I think it's going to be another really busy year. Surprise, surprise, another busy year. And, and 2023 for us, um, for those on, who may not be familiar, marks the last year of the Jersey Finance four-year plan which was agreed with uh, government um, four years ago believe it or not so for us 2023 is 
is very much about consolidation. But we also have a focus on what, what's next. So we will be engaging with industry and with key stakeholders to help shape our strategy out to 2028. That's a, a pretty major piece of work for us um, as an organisation and we will be kicking that off pretty early in the new year. The other big thing which we haven't mentioned from a 2023 point of view is the uh, money value assessment. It's a very important year for Jersey on that basis and for our international listeners, MoneyVal, if you're not familiar with it, is the committee of experts on the evaluation of anti-money laundering and the financing of terrorism. It's the monitoring body of the Council of Europe and they're due to pay us a visit later this year. They will assess the effectiveness of the island in these key areas and will be engaged with government, with the regulator and with the industry. So it's quite an important review for us and one which the island has prepared for. I guess what I would like to ask you, Amy, just based on the sort of feedback that you're getting, where do you see MoneyVal and what thought, what what you're thinking about it in terms of 2023 and the impact? Well, the thing that I guess really just occurred to me as you were talking there was about the need to engage across lots of different stakeholders. And I think what that means for me is, you know, we've talked about it, mentioned it a couple of times already, but it really does feel like, I guess, collaboration is going to be the watchword for 2023. And for a relatively small IFC like Jersey, if we can get that truly effective collaboration, that's really got to be a competitive advantage for us. And I think if we look at some of our key market indicators, we're actually seeing that coming through. So the most quarterly, the most recent, should I say, quarterly figures collated by the Jersey Financial Services Commission show that the net asset value of regulated funds under administration in Jersey increased by 29 billion to 487.5 billion, with the total value of banking deposits held in Jersey also increasing up to 144 billion. Corporate activity is also remaining strong. We've got 35,515 live companies on the register and we've also got 586 Jersey private funds registered. So some great statistics there in terms of demonstrating the strength and the growth within the industry. Just for those who are perhaps a little less familiar with the the Jersey private fund, it it offers a a cost-effective and a fast-track solution for funds with easy access to European investors and we think that that steady growth of JPFs that I've mentioned over the recent years can be attributed, I think, to the speed and the ease of establishment, which is usually between 48 hours um, if an application uh, meets the criteria that are set out by the JFSC. And actually, that's a really client-focused differentiator that Jersey as an IFC can offer to clients. Joe, what else would you maybe want our international listeners to know about Jersey's position and to have in their minds as they're thinking about jurisdictions? Yeah, I think you've pretty well highlighted the trends that we're seeing and and we're very pleased with the growth that we're seeing. But for us, we would try and reiterate that our intention is to remain relevant and competitive to a global customer base. We will continue to look to the future, trying to stay close to our markets, and we will adapt and respond to change. We have a history of doing that over the years, and that's part of the reason that we have been so successful to date. We will continue to rely on some of the core pillars, the strong infrastructure that we have here, the stability of the jurisdiction, our legal system and independent judiciary, and our experience and expertise. And and as a jurisdiction, we are still very much open for business and keen to continue to grow our global customer base and, as I say, adapt to the changes demanded by our customers or indeed by industry more generally. 
Well, Joe, it's been absolutely lovely chatting with you and talking about our reflections on 2022 and looking forward to all that we've got to come across the next year. I think it's just a, a nice opportunity to, to thank everybody who's engaged with Jersey Finance over the past year. We look forward to continuing the dialogue going forward and we wish everyone a happy and healthy year ahead. Thank you very much for listening.